Of the Cape Drive type, it is uh, 0829-913-913. WhatsApp coming through, and this person giving an okay sign and saying, Topic discussed, Eshcom. Yeah, Esh. President Sora Maposa has said the digital economy presents opportunities to create jobs now that COVID 19 has accelerated the 4IR. In his weekly newsletter, the president has said that South Africa has clinched the top spot as a global business destination. We now chat to Head of School of Economics and Business Sciences at Wits University, Professor Yanni Rousseau. Professor Rousseau, welcome. Good afternoon, Chesik, and good afternoon to the listener. All right. In his weekly newsletter, the president has said South Africa has clinched the top spot as a global business destination. Is this in the mind of the president or in anybody else's head? It's in the mind of the president and it will be necessary for the president in the coming weeks to elucidate on the statement so that we have a better understanding of how we reach this conclusion. Would you say, though, um, in all fairness, what the president has said aside, that uh, COVID-19 certainly has accelerated the 4IR, the Fourth Industrial Revolution, but has it at the same time created any opportunities in the South African economy going forward? Well, uh, people are much more tech-savvy now than what they were a year ago. They have to figure out how to do Teams meetings, how to do Zoom meetings, how to work off-site. So from that perspective, it was a move forward for people who have access to such technology. I must underline that. It's not all South Africans that have access to Internet, computers, or the likes. Then at the same time, I must add that the President is right in saying we need a new economic growth trajectory for South Africa. Over the past decade, we, have, we had economic stagnation in South Africa, with our economic growth rate lower than 1% per annum, with a population growth rate at 1.5% per annum, implying that on a per capita basis we got poorer. So any new economic plan is to be welcomed. However, for the digital economy, or the ideas of the President, as explained in this newsletter, the first requirement is uninterrupted power supply. So ESCOM cannot guarantee power supply must be made easier for the private sector to ensure uninterrupted power supply that these good ideas of the president can flourish. Now, Ramaphosa puts it this way in his newsletter. He says we have a sophisticated digital infrastructure we have a young, and he says a skilled workforce. I disagree with that. We have a proficiency in English, and we are positioned in a similar time zone to key export, export markets to contribute to our attractiveness as a global business service destination. He seems to be alluding to service industries, if I'm not mistaken. There's things like all centers, etc., must be high on his list of ideas, 
We know that you already spoken about a smart city near Lanseria Airport, but for these things to happen, we need certain bottlenecks removed, like the Spectrum auction that's been on the agenda for I've forgotten how many years. I don't know whether anybody still counts the years. To move us to 5G, for instance. But the government must take the lead and must make these things happen. Must make them happen in a way that we can see that corruption is out of the system. Do you think that, that part of, of making us sophisticated, this is uh, Ramaphosa's words that he used, that uh, um, perhaps a, a, a wise way of doing it is allowing more hubs in, in, in townships, for example, where people can sit down in a safe environment and uh, log into their cell phone because most people in the townships aren't going to be carrying laptops so that they can log into the cell phone and get into the digital space. This agrees without the doubt. But then, again, the government must create space for the private sector to deliver on these things because the government has lost its ability to deliver. Just ask anybody who's trying to get a driver's license for a car, like a business. And this is a government that can't deliver driver's license or license drivers on vehicles. It's going to take us into a digital age. The government lacks the ability to do that. If this is the government's strategy, they must allow the private sector to lead us. Yeah, I mean, you talk about driving licenses uh, being uh, a digital problem. The SAPS um, only got itself uh, um, computers in the mid-90s. Um, and this is one of the reasons why they can't uh, do any forensics to save their lives because they simply do not have the equipment and what they've got, there isn't enough expertise. Yes, indeed. So uh, this government cannot deliver the services it should that's taken on at the moment. So for these ideas to flourish, and I want them to flourish, the government should create a space for the private sector to take the lead and to simply do this rather than to try and control this. This government often gives me the feeling that if it moves, control it, if it stops moving, subsidize. Now, Ramaphosa says that the digital economy, he calls it that, has added 40,000 jobs to the economy since 2018, with young people making up 82% of these new jobs and women comprising 65% of that. And he says the sector generates 1.9 billion rand a year, etc., etc., that, to me, um, is nothing to be proud of. That's underperformance. Yes, uh, I'm not sure that those statistics can be checked. I'm not sure how the statistics were put together to start with. I think economy should have done much more. As I've already said, our population growth rate is one and a half percent Our unemployment rate is more than 20 percent. So we need much more to be people employed, so when we have a look at what is called the digital economy, how would you define the digital economy uh, to your students, for example, because 4IR and digital economy are terms that are kind of widely used but rarely defined? So I would define it as the, uh, call it the, 
icy underpinnings of activities in the economy. Hence, replacing menial jobs with more skilled jobs for a digital economy with good information and communication systems to work. You have to have more skilled workers to work in these systems. But in the process, you will lose some of the menial, the, the manual, the, the basic labor that people do. So from that perspective, it is uh, an economy that relies more heavily on, as I've said, ICT. A final question, do you think ICT, digital economy, do you think that if we pay attention to it, we can grow it quite nicely and that it can add a lot to uh, giving young South Africans employment? Yes, indeed. The government can sort out its own policy position on this can move forward with the uh, spectrum auction and then can make it attractive for people to invest in South Africa to have a decent return on investment in that space. Professor Yanni Rousseau, Head of School of Economics and Business Science and University, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Drive time on 91.3. Always on the cash.